What's up, everyone? We're back Hello. again. Another week, another episode. How's it going, guys? I'm with Canavar. I'm with Deck, Toby, Rowan, and Jack. They are located Southampton in the UK, so they've got cool accents. What's up, guys? I totally ruined um, that, didn't I? <laughs> so, so let's dive right into it. You guys are. Oh, that's my dog. Can we hear my dog? Hello, doggy. Uh, What's his or her name? Miley. She's Come driving on. me wild. Somebody's back here trying to fix our pool. So they just think that somebody's going to break into the house. She doesn't do much. She's super tiny. Okay. So talked to you guys a little bit yesterday, but didn't go too in-depth because I'm saving the good stuff for today. Um, how did you guys form? Tell me how you guys came together and tell me about your name and why you guys started a band in this genre. Um, well, basically, beforehand, we were actually a band for five years under yeah. the name The Bitter Town Hounds. And we played the same sort of music. It was all metal and punk. And um, we, to begin with. No, to begin with, it was more it was just hard covers. rock <laughs> and like random covers and just joking around sort of thing and then we've played tons and tons of gigs and we've sort of last was it it was only in january we got to a point where we wanted to rebrand and change our name to canavar because we just felt it was a lot shorter snappier looks better on posters and things and, and it suits us better yeah we've matured a lot more as a band as well yeah we're older now <laughs> we're so, older now <laughs> so we thought a more name would suit the heavier music better yeah yeah that's that's pretty popular well i don't want to say popular but i feel like a lot more people are are doing kind of the rebranding thing like starting over just because they feel like they've matured and literally out of the five episodes that i've had three of the people have changed their names from something else like my last band sincerely me they had released an ep and then they they released it under a different name and then whenever they got their new name, they pretty much re-released it, didn't re-record anything. And I thought it was the craziest thing. But yeah, I mean, I guess that. that's what people do to rebrand and stuff. Yeah, we listened to that because um, they were on uh, Weird Trump Records, didn't they? So oh, yeah, yeah. that was um, pretty cool. But we were, when we started the Bit Town Hounds, 2011, yeah. I think you were still 14, Rowan. Yeah, so. yeah I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby. Oh, Gotten a bit older. It must have been six years ago, actually. Yeah. So, so who are your inspirations? What what bands do you guys listen to and get inspired by? Definitely like Metallica, Rise Against, and Pantera sort of stuff. Sick of it all. Sick of it all. Oh yeah. Like any hardcore punk or just metal. And a lot of old rock as well. I mean, yeah. When our music comes out, you'll sort of hear there's hints of sort of classic rock sounds in there mixed with metal and punk especially if you listen to our first album under the bit of town hounds name you can really hear it um it's because like we all started on more of the classic rock stuff like neil young ozzy osbourne sabbath Mm. deep purple and things and then then we just started to yeah then we found rise against and that introduced us all into punk Mm. and obviously metal with Pantera and Metallica and things and they just sort of progress from there but I feel that we've got a good blend of all three of those genres now Mm. which is what we love doing so it's good 
And you guys have a pretty tight connection with Dan from Rise Against, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he's he's he was in Rise Against. He's in A. I think it's Louis now. Um, oh, that's that's right. That's right. That's right. He was he done their first album, The Unraveling. But um, yeah, we recorded two albums with Dan. Uh, the first one was under our old name, and we done that in Chicago at his studio, his Bomb Shelter. Which was it was amazing. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it was an experience. Yeah, it was the best experience we've ever had. I would say. because yeah. um, that, that was our first time we'd actually been to America as well. Um, so it was like new territory, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it was quite surreal. Different and then people and all sorts. First time doing an album as well. So the fact that we were doing our album with someone that's like so influential to mm. us as well was like. It was really good. And, and he it, listened to Metallica, which yeah. is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he really helped us sort of bring our sound out even more. Yeah, he really drew it out. Of us, yeah, so he didn't take no shit. No, he had the song. He kept on, do it again, do it yeah, again. Yeah. It's not good enough, man. Do it again. <laughs> well, that's, that's good to have that kind of accountability partner with you. Definitely. Just because he knows exactly what it takes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... For anybody who's listening to this, which will probably be most people who've never recorded anything in their life as far as in the studio, in a form for everybody to understand, what's that like? What's the recording process like? It's <clears throat> different neat. for everyone. It's neat. Long. Yeah. I like that yeah. word. Neat. Stressful. Yeah. <laughs> some, people, some people hate it. Some people love it. I yeah. love it. I, I really do enjoy it. Rowan hates it because he doesn't like practicing his bass. <laughs> I'm only joking. No, he he um he just prefers playing live and things like that. Whereas can't bang your head quite as much, can you? Yeah, he bangs his head a lot. He's quite like he goes crazy on stage. So being sitting still, like someone like that, can be a bit hard. Yeah, That's I think cool the reason, though. The reason I like recording most is because um I mean I don't prefer it to live. But the reason I do enjoy recording is because you can really, like, find what's best for the sound. Like, you can really go over it <clears> yeah. over and over again. And then when you play live, you've learned these new bits yeah. that you've put into your recording. So when we did our last album, which was in July last year, which I probably shouldn't talk about, but oh well. Um, <laughs> basically, we added new bits to our songs that we didn't have before, new backing vocals. We, like, yeah. worked on parts. So... When you go into the studio, you definitely, you definitely figure out your parts <clears throat> better. You work yeah. on stuff, and you come out a better band every yeah, single time. So like, much. it's a great experience. I, even if you didn't want to release an album, if you're a band and you've got an album, just go and record it, and yeah, you you become tired as a band anyway. I I feel like something that I mean I could be totally wrong. If I were somebody in that process as well of of writing music and because is it are deadlines pretty legitimate um not for bands like us because we haven't we're not on a record label so okay i mean it's all down to what we want to do what Obviously, you want to do basically we've we just get our stuff recorded get everything else ready and then get in touch with pr and things like that so our deadline from when we actually start recording and stuff, it's kind of up to us, but it is always good to try and get out quick. We've 
we recorded our album before we decided to reboot brands, so we've kind of we've been sat on the fence a bit of when we well, were it was around the same it. time, wasn't it? Because yeah. I remember we yeah. were we were we were drawing up like ways to write Canva. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We, we had like we had like loads of different pieces of paper with loads of different fonts, like handwritten. And our 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 logo now is handwritten, which is good. Um, which is cool. That is Me, cool. That makes it your own. Yeah, yeah. And we did that whilst in the studio with Dan um, last time. We were like, yeah, him. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Canva. I feel like this <laughs> super. I was okay. So one time, this wasn't a legitimate thing, but I was my friend and I were thinking if we started a band, what would the name be? Hardest, hardest decision ever. And I felt like my yeah. life depended on it, and I wasn't even yeah. making an actual band. Yeah. And so even yeah. even the it takes font, so long to get like the perfect name sort of thing. Yeah. Like you yeah. plow through hundreds and hundreds of like just crappy names. <laughs> yeah. And then and you then, find one good one, you're like, that's it. Yeah, you, you, you go through hundreds, but you always go back to the first one you chose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Is, yeah that's the worst. I just, I, there are names of bands that it's like, how, how did you think that? Like, Bring Me the Horizon? I never would have thought of Bring Me the Horizon. No. Never, never. No. But uh, no, back to the recording part. So my thing would be, I would feel like maybe I've spent so much time working on something that I would get frustrated and say, you know what, it's it's fine how it is. It's whatever. I'll just leave it like that. Even though I know internally there could be some work that's uh, yeah. See, ready that's to go down through to, it. That's down to the producer, like, say, Dan or whatever, to uh, tell you that you're not allowed to do that. Sit the fuck there. I forgot. Sit down and just do it. Yeah. And the good thing about recording with Dan is, like, we obviously we we didn't re- we'd never met him before before we first recorded with him. But since we have, obviously we met him after that. We actually toured with eighty eight uh, last year, yeah, uh, for like a week or so. He's just become a great friend to us. Yeah, like he always helps us out. Yeah, he's just a great great guy, and he's just always on hand to do whatever. Like he's so hospitable. That's the great thing about music because you meet people yeah, that are really yeah. good for you, don't you? Like, even yeah. designed our like CD on our like, first one as like Bit of Town Arms. Yeah. And he designed our first t shirt for the Bit of Town Arms as well. Mm-hmm. How and, hard like, is that? And, like, How the hard... second t shirt for our album, sorry. Yeah. How hard is designing merch? Very. Very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I've tried designing our merch for the best part of I don't know, like six months now. We've like, got some cool designs which we'll be doing soon though. Really. Yeah. Like, off, so. like getting Photoshop and trying to master it and stuff, it's really, really stressful. Uh, yeah, that would stress um, me out. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, we've got, um, like we said, we've got the contact with Dan. And uh, it's his his brother-in-law is an artist. And he actually, um, yeah, Eugene, he uh, he painted our first um, album cover for the Bit of Town Hounds. Oh, wow. Um, which we use and have used. Um, and then Dan also put us in contact with someone else to uh, get some merch designs made up, which look incredible. Sketch, yeah. Yeah, looks awesome. So we'll probably have them out within the next two months, which will be available online and things. Super sick. So, okay. So probably what's going to end up being my favorite thing to talk about is the difference between the scene over there across seas versus the scene over here in nice little Texas. you say? What do you mean, scene? (laughs) Scene, yeah. 
but over here it's quite like in the south of the UK it's really quiet like um there there is there's a lot of punk bands and there's a lot of metal bands and there's a lot of gigs but... and we all like each other yeah like... but just no one goes like... <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't really it's quite mm. random whether you're going to get a good crowd mm. or not really yeah I mean, like up north, if you go past London, uh, everyone's there. Yeah, it's far lots. different up there. Like, it's such a like, better attitude up there about it, sort of thing. Yeah, I think that the scene down here is more like indie and pop. It's dominated um, by indie and pop. It is dominated. And metalcore. Not yeah, anymore. Metal. That was more like five years ago. That's sort of boiled down now a bit, hasn't it, metalcore? Mm. Metal's, <laughs> metal's on the rise over here. I think, I mean, it's really hard for me to tell because literally the only concerts I've gone to are, are in the Dallas area. So, I mean, I really have nothing to compare it to, which is so why it's so interesting to talk to you guys about it. But I, I don't know about over there, over here. It's, I ask, I'm pretty sure everybody this question in, of course in the U S but I'll ask you guys just cause it's different. I can't decide if the punk scene is dying here. Metal is definitely on the rise. It's just climbing mm. up the stairs right now. But punk is kind of like teeter-tottering a little bit. I would say punk's actually getting... It's on the rise here, yeah. I think. It's yeah, it's coming back. And metal's kind of like stagnant, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, metal's it's, the one here that's not too much. So if we bring the punk <clears throat> and the metal to the US, then hopefully we can help out a little bit. So when we were in Chicago, we um, played a show, as I think you said. And then leave. Oh my gosh. Great crowd there and everyone was really they all really wanted to get to know us and stuff yeah. afterwards. But we were well, like, well, yeah, yeah, do <laughs> sorry, yeah. guys kicking us out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> approached us even saying like um, you guys are like a punk metal band and we had never heard that before in England. And <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> so uh is there any kind of festival geared towards these genres over there? Like the Warp Tour of the US. Uh, is there anything like that over there? Uh, yeah, it's slam, the Slam Dunk. Slam dunk. I'm not sure about Tour. tours. Um, but you've got like um, Rebellion Punk Festival. That actually happens in Blackwall. But yeah. it also happens in Amsterdam. Mm. And I think there's one. I think they do a bit of it. Is it Brighton or London? I'm not sure. Um, so that kind of does, I guess. But that's all I can really think of. Never excluding download and such. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really there's like yearly festivals and stuff, obviously, like Reading and Leeds. And oh, you got a warp tour, yeah. Warped yeah, yeah, but we've I think... got warp tour over here and it's fixing to die, so that's kind really unfortunate. Weird, isn't it? Like, it's a bit random. Mm. Warp tour, and I think they're on their last one now. Yep, oh, it's right. the yeah, that's it's the last year for it. Mine's in two weeks, it's coming to Dallas, and I'm super stoked, but it's it's so sad that it's ending. And I, I still don't know why. I don't know why it's ending. And it makes me so mad. But uh, well, I yeah, love so it. It's so fun. Some, somewhere that isn't in England or America, but is a really cool festival for punk. It's Punk Rock Holiday in Slovenia. Um, Jack, our guitarist, he actually uh, roadied for 88 when they were on tour. And uh, they played Punk Rock Holiday. 
and he just said it was amazing. Really, One of the best places he's ever been. It's beautiful. Like it's so free, and everyone's a punk. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we're going this year. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That'd be so cool. Our friends in Almeida are playing, so um, we're gonna catch them. Should be awesome. Well, that's super sick. Well, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to get over the fact that our our thing is dying because literally I I'm afraid of what's going to happen to the punk and metal over here once that leaves. Mm. I think chase it. <laughs> I don't think it ever dies. Yeah, I think you got to chase it. It, it, just, it just goes to moves. It's fine. No, it, it just moves to different places. I mean. Like a volcano is dormant and then it erupts. Yeah, and it's dormant again. <laughs> then it erupts. So we're going to be chasing it for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. So, um, you guys were talking. We're we're dipping into live music a little bit. What's what's an average concert like for you guys? What's the crowd like? What what's the whole experience? It's uh, random. Again, it depends because, like, if we can, like, because we got a, a lot of friends and stuff that we invite to our gigs and stuff, and obviously, if they can't make it, they won't make it. But we um we done an album release uh, a few years ago at uh, the Joiners in Southampton, and we played there loads. Like, we it's like our home away from home, really. It's always good crowd. Mm. And um, we we had loads of people there, and they were all energetic, running around moshing and. We had someone on someone's shoulders at one point. Oh, that was Rowan. Yeah. Rowan. That, was yeah. that was me on someone's shoulders. We, we were playing, and he got on someone's shoulders. It was incredible. <laughs> but it can, it can go from that to, like, three people. Which, playing to the bar staff. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. which it's you very think, rare. But... You would think it's, like, a downer on the show, but we still... We go as crazy yeah. as we would if there was 300 people there. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's really that's a really good quality to have because I mean, me personally, I I would probably get really discouraged by that. Well, we this may sound a bit selfish, but we kind of play for ourselves anyway. So yeah, like, I I um, can get that. That we write for ourselves, we play for ourselves, and then if people like it, and that's that's awesome, and we are very grateful for that. Mm. But like, I we. We don't write a certain part in a song and go, oh, yeah, do you think the people of the South will like that? You know what I mean? Or, yeah. Because if we did, we like ripping off my Oasis song. So is that something that, okay, so let me back up a second. The bands that try to form, because I feel like there are so many bands that try to form and it's not, I think breakup's like not the right term to use for this, but they kind of give up Yeah. to do. a point. Yeah. Do you think is maybe that the first place where they realize, oh, we should give up because not as many people come to our shows or is it the writing process that gets um, on? I think it's none of those. I think it's a brotherhood process. Like you've got to be brothers with your bandmates. Like we all live together in the same house. Not oh, really? Yet. Yeah, that's but crazy. it's a good starting point. Like, it's a good starting point. Yeah. And I think that you need to be best friends with your bandmates. You need to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, time outside of the band, like social. Stuff yeah. Like that. You can't just turn up for band practice and then turn up for a gig and be like, yeah, you know, we're best friends. And we always travel to the gig together. You never travel separately. No, no, no. It's like Not a unity. we're taking someone else out like, and we don't have enough space, but that doesn't happen often. Mm. So we've got a um, big old Mercedes Sprinter, like, Band van, oh, uh, find seats in it and a bed. Pile everyone in, 
yeah. do as many trips back and forth as we can to get yeah. people and stuff. Like we don't like people betting out on us, so we chase them down. That's what you got to do sometimes. I guess I've never thought of it like that. Is you know, I mean, do you not get tired of each other ever? I mean, an honest question. Are there times where you're like, man, well, Rowan's annoying me today, or Jack's annoying me today? No, I don't know. We don't really argue. We don't. We don't have We don't. We don't often argue. I would say we take the piss out of each other a lot. We do. Me and Rowan are brothers, so we. I'd say like the amount we take the piss out of each other is like a is like a vent. Yeah, it's like stop. Yeah. It's a way of us, like... I think the trick is with a long-lasting band is you've got to find people that you're like-minded with. I mean, because as we started, we all met each other through skateboarding, and we all had sort of, like, a love for fast music in general. So yeah. if you're with, like, a bandmate that, you know, likes Oasis or whatever, and you love Metallica, it's like, we're never going to write music that we both like. <laughs> Not really yeah. on the same wavelength, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's super interesting. I like the fact that you guys live together. And did somebody say they were brothers? Uh, yeah, me, Toby on drums, Rowan on bass. Oh, brothers. How does is so, that strengthen your relationship? I guess as brothers, super cool. It means I can tell him very honestly if he sucks. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, I'd want somebody. Then, I, I hate when people beat around the bush. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. And then he has to listen, and then I'll make sure he practices. And, but he Who, still doesn't. Who's older? Who's the oldest? Me. The oldest. Toby. Oh, yeah. Toby and Rums. Okay, so then you tell yeah. him what to do. Does he ever tell you what to do? Uh, he tells me to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Well. Yeah. Hey, you, oh, got, yeah. you got to defend yourself. As like the younger one, if you don't, you just get battered. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, wrapping it up a little bit. Oh, besides, wait, pause. What about your, your new single and music video? Ah, uh, well, we recently recorded the um, music mm. video for it with uh, Forgotten Media Group. Um, we did it in Southampton under a bridge in, uh, it's actually a, is it a recording? It's not a recording studio, is yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's just so, a practice so, spot. It's no, like, I think they do do recording Yeah, it's, it's called Planet Sounds anyway, and it's like a, uh, I don't know it's what like it is. A, it's like a bunker, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, not, it's just under a bridge, like, it's just like a little bridge. But was it, was it made like a munitions? It's dark, dusty rooms thing. under a bridge, and, uh. It looks really cool. So we thought yeah. we'd uh, stack. We made like a wall of ants. There was a hell load of cabs in there. Yeah, the guy, the, guy, the guy that owned the place had um, like so much gear like in the hallways and stuff. Uh, we just grabbed everything we could and stacked it on top of each other. Yeah. And then the only way we could get people there was to um, obviously bribe them with food. So Yeah, we bought, we bought like, <laughs> ten, we'd buy, like 10 large pizzas and so loads of beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> it Did it work? Yeah. 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 So nice. Nice. Really great yeah. Yeah, that's a point of rubber bands. Get beer and pizza. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we, um, we got the first draft of the video back today, um, which we've all seen now. And we're very, very happy with it. And it looks so good. Like, that's our, awesome. Like, first... It's our first music video. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. The first proper one. Well, actually, we did one under our old name with yeah. Uni, which me and Jack basically edited. But it's... Oh, um, we've got the live one as well of Jilted. 
Oh yeah, yeah. We got a few videos, but this is like after this was like the one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. Oh, oh it was so great. Fun. super fun to record. Is that one of yeah. the perks of being in a band? <clears throat> it's just stuff like that where it's like, okay, this is really cool. Well, yeah, like there's always um, kind of things going on. Like, obviously, if we weren't doing this, we'd be like every day. We'd be like, oh, not really doing much today. Well, we always yeah. wait for gigs to come up, wait for like photo shoot videos, and most of our holidays and crap like that are based on the mm. band. Yeah, like festivals, we all go to festivals together and stuff. So that's dedication. Like... Mm. What was it? Oh, <laughs> before it was just. Oh, that's what do, <laughs> so I guess now we can wrap it up a little bit. What does the future of Canavar look like? Busy. 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 <laughs> busy. I oh, mean, that's yeah. good. Staying busy. You definitely won't have time to sit around anytime soon, no. it sounds it like. Looks like. It looks like the road. Yeah. Looks like yeah. the road. Nice. Yeah, I like it. There's a lot of, uh, uh, in our future, there's a lot of touring that happen. A lot of, um, Traveling, Gigging. more 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 albums to come, more videos, more music. We're not going to stop, really. More food ever. I don't think. More pizza. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, the, more. The day we stop is the day we're on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I think so. More bribe. So more <laughs> pizza more and beer. Pizza. We will bribe everybody with pizza and beer from now on. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, Deck, Toby, Roman, Jack from Canavar all the way across the seas thank you guys so much for coming on the show and talking with me for a little bit thank you for having us yeah thanks and everybody listening thank you for tuning in and i'll see you next week